0: Today is Friday, January 12th, 2024. This is Quick Start from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. Dr. Fauci makes a startling admission. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast, where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. Subscribe and leave a rating, email. You know the drill. Quick Start podcast at CBN.org. Joining me now to get through the news of the Cray, Trigglers Phillips, Billy Halliwell. Gentlemen, happy Friday. What's up? Happy Friday. We made it through
1: the week and here we are. Here we are. Kicking off our
0: Friday. Here we are. Can you believe it? Another week in the bag. There we go. 2024 is well underway. I mean, Iowa's next week. That's wild to think about. That's
2: insane to me. We talked about it earlier in
0: the week. Yeah. Everyone's been sort of waiting with bated breath, I think, for this election season to kick off. And here it goes. Trump
2: has a big lead. We'll see if it holds. In now eight. we're waiting for it to be over.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you can check out all the latest that's going on with the election over at cbnnews.com. We got a lot to get to on The Quick Start Podcast today on this Friday episode. Some tragic news, a Hollywood actor passed away suddenly at 42 and their family was
1: sharing faith messages. Yeah, it's uh really heartbreaking. It's Aiden Canto and uh, you know just passed away from a really rare form of cancer. We'll get into not only what happened to him but also some of the reactions that we've seen
0: yeah and hamas on the main thing we're going to take a look at these summer camps for kids that they have been running and the palestinians have been running there in gaza this explains a lot of the hatred that you see for israel and for jews and cbn has been reporting on that over the years and chris mitchell went back and looked at some of those reports and talked about what is going on in these camps and exactly the kind of hate they're breeding and how it happened. So that's coming up on the main thing from Chris Mitchell. And don't forget the Newsmakers podcast. I want you to get on board with these other CBN News podcasts that we have for you. Newsmakers, we're offering full-length interviews each and every day. So check that one out. Also, DC Debrief with John Stolness. New episode will drop today. Once a week on Friday, all your roundup going on in DC, obviously a lot going on right now. Make sure you subscribe to both those podcasts. You can do so by checking out the links in the description of this podcast episode. All right, all of that and more is coming up. But first, we're gonna get through the news here in 90 seconds. Dr. Anthony Fauci, obviously the public face during the COVID pandemic response, he went before lawmakers this week, and he said, and basically admitted that social distancing recommendations, you know, the six feet, you see all those signs still lingering everywhere that was forced on Americans all across the country. He said they, quote, sort of just appeared, these guidelines that is, and were likely not based on scientific data. He made these revelations. This was a closed door interview with the House Select Committee on the covid pandemic they're looking into that he also testified that the lab leak hypothesis which was often just sort of banned you couldn't even bring it up or ask about it without getting some sort of punishment from the social media gatekeepers he said it was not a conspiracy theory and that the policies and mandates he promoted may increase vaccine hesitancy in the future this is according to committee chair brad wenstrup who's from ohio And another thing that Wenstrup concluded, he's been a physician for 30 years, by the way. He said, it's clear that dissenting opinions were often not considered or suppressed completely. Should a future pandemic arise, America's response must be guided by scientific facts. And a Minnesota correctional facility abruptly canceled a Christian rehabilitation program for teaching inmates about manhood and masculinity through a biblical worldview. You can read about the details on that one at cbnnews.com. All right. Guys, a lot going on here and this is that is an interesting story. I didn't get to get to all the details here on the podcast today, but this was um True North Legal. They're filing a complaint against officials for canceling the quote Quest for Authentic Manhood. And so this is another one of these instances where the Christian worldview and Christian organizations are running into troubles and possible bannings in, in different facilities and government facilities. So we're keeping an eye on that. Again, you can read the details at cbnnews.com. But I wanted to talk about this Fauci, this testimony that he gave here, guys. And this is yet another thing that we're seeing. And I don't know if people are going to remember just how oppressive it was to have against dissenting opinions it was during the COVID pandemic and just how dangerous that was. I know we pointed that out, but it's amazing to see these sort of emissions being made now.
1: Yeah, it it is. And I think, You know, I think back to the way that I was processing a lot of that. I think a lot of other people were in the same camp of trying to make sense of it, trying to give grace to the officials who were trying to deal with it. Um, and, And then you're hearing a lot of voices throughout saying all these things that were being dismissed as conspiracy theories or inaccurate information. And I think the biggest takeaway now hearing this is that anytime we hear anything, we need to make sure we vet it and fully understand it before we make a determination. I think a lot of us were very quick on either side to make those determinations. And also the other big thing here, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. If there is a major issue where something needs to be communicated, officials have lost whatever little credibility they had left over this.
2: Well, yeah, I think vetting things is important, but I remember we weren't even allowed to ask questions. if, If you asked a question, you were like a crazy right winger and the crazy right wingers include people like Bill Maher, who's a progressive leftist guy and was asking questions about some of these things. And then he was kind of dismissed by the people on the left as this, he had just lost touch with whatever. And he was this a crazy conservative guy when that's far from the truth. So, My point is, is that if you asked a question, you were ostracized as this like denier, you're, you hate science, you're pretending like COVID isn't a thing, you want people to die. So how can we vet something if we weren't even allowed to ask a question? So I hope, I hope that if we were to be in this situation again, I don't think the media or politicians in general are going to change, but I hope us as citizens, conservative and and progressive are more vigilant about protecting our rights and knowing what yeah. our rights are Well,
0: and like people are, now elon musk has become a, a controversial figure but he's saying he wants more freedom to be able to talk about these things on, on a place like twitter now x you think about youtube and facebook and back then twitter before elon musk you these stories were getting suppressed so The problematic nature, I mean, it should be self-evident of how problematic a setup is where the government decides what's truth, and then all of these social media giants, the gatekeepers of all the information we're receiving and surfing through, are banning anything that questions the government narrative. Can you not see the problem with that? And it turns out they weren't right this time on many things, even if they were correct. This would be so problematic because... Of what could happen in the future when they are want to, when they want to push something f- false on the American people and want to yeah because they have shown now and this is the difference between a Christian worldview and a secular worldview they have shown now that they believe in the good lie they think that they can lie in order to achieve an end this is a problem when you don't have a worldview that has actual. Moral guidelines to it, because they view themselves as the ultimate arbiter. At the end of the, it's a logical conclusion. If there's no God, well, then governments the highest God. They're the highest ones, and then they have to push that what pe- they think is good, and they will be willing to do things that followers of God should not be willing to do. Not saying that followers of God never make mistakes or become awful, but but. Generally speaking, if you're following God, you're not going to lie to people in order to achieve an end because it would be wrong and God wouldn't want you to do that. So it's a it's a dangerous mentality and a dangerous structure to set up, and I really hope we've learned our lesson this time around, but I don't know that we have.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I don't know that we have learned our lesson and I would hope that, you know, I would hope that we could find a middle ground in an ideal world. You should be able to trust to a degree, trust, but verify your officials. But what happened here was so wild that not only could you not trust it, you were treated like a crazy person when you asked any sort of question about it. So yeah, we'll have to, I mean, we'll have to see. I'm sure there's some other crisis right around the corner that we'll (laughs) have to deal with.
0: That's the thing. And look, I gotta, I mean, not to, not to prognosticate here, but you see the way the climate alarmists fear monger about certain aspects of climate change and the science they say is behind climate change i mean i I would not be shocked if that 's the next frontier similar to how you know they're pushing like misinformation and things like that in covid so i mean so we we have to be vigilant on this because if you 're not allowed to question that stuff and they do it again it's um, it's Um, We could be in for a rough ride. So uh, a good reminder to be vigilant on this and protect our right to say stuff. Even if it ends up being a crazy theory or whatever, you should be allowed to ask the questions. Because if we're not, then we're in real trouble. We're in bigger trouble than just having a few crazy ideas out there. So, all right, we're going to move over to the focus story now. And as we mentioned at the top here, we had this sudden loss of a Hollywood actor. Aiden Canto, who's 42 years old, and what's the story here?
1: Yeah, this is an actor, you would recognize him from shows like Designated Survivor, The Cleaning Lady, he was in an X-Men film. Um, he died on January 8th of appendicial cancer, um, basically cancer of the appendix. And this is a very rare cancer that grows... From the cells of the appendix. And I hadn't even heard of this cancer before, but he was privately battling this disease and lost that battle again January 8th. He's survived by his wife, Stephanie. They have two kids. And this is a really heartbreaking piece. They have Roman, who's three years old, and Eve, who's just one years old. So uh, two babies, basically. Um, and and this has shocked Hollywood. A lot of people worked with him from Halle Berry down the line, putting out statements about, obviously, just how sad they are over his passing. And as you said, 42 years old. Mm. It's just horrific.
0: And what did how did his wife respond? I know we saw there were some posts on social media somewhere about maybe some faith stuff. So what, what did she do? What'd she say?
1: yeah you know i think sometimes there there are you know questions when somebody dies right like this when they're when they're so well known and i think that's why this is so important i just want to say that before i read what she has said here it's important because, yeah, you know, life is a vapor. It goes so quick, and the whole world is sort of watching these moments, and it's a real opportunity to, to share the gospel with people when this happens, but his wife, Stephanie, she posted a tribute on her Instagram. It was a photo of the two of them um, together, and she actually posted a um, couple of scriptures from Matthew, Matthew six nineteen to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth, moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal, for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And she concluded the message with a note to her husband saying, Forever my treasure, Aiden, see you soon. And so, just to, you know, it's heartbreaking, but also interesting to see the wife of this celebrity turning to scripture during such a difficult time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Has that actor, you know, sometimes we see these actors speak out on their faith, has he said anything in the past about his faith?
1: You know, so it's interesting. I don't know the ins and outs of his faith, but he has commented on it um, more generally. He did an interview with the Christian Post about a film in twenty twenty that he was in called Two Hearts, and he was asked by the post about romans eight twenty eight you know, remember 2020, obviously COVID, we were just talking about that. So many crazy things, an election happening that year. Um, and Romans eight twenty eight says all things work together for good. That's part of it. So he was asked for his assessment and he said, it's a thick pill to swallow and to really understand that verse. I think it's important to have a bird's eye view of life, of history, of reality, and have a little bit of humility. Um, and then he went on to just talk about how he's not perfect in his own life, but he really tries to understand all these different elements and, Um, to just try to gather the best lessons that you can and to try to come out better on the other side. Uh, He also said that faith is fundamental and talked about how there's a higher wisdom, obviously, behind everything. He said, quote, what we know or think we know, it may just be a speck, have the strength to let go and trust and know that in the end it's for a greater plan. So we don't have, you know, a lot of specifics about his faith, but we have some breadcrumbs there Um, and we have what his wife said there where it seems like she's relying in part on scripture. But I think again, the, the big takeaway, the, why this matters is that the world, Hollywood, everybody is looking at this loss right now. And it's a real opportunity for us to be praying for Hollywood, for his family members, and to be looking for ways when people talk about this to say, look, life is short. Do you have your hope where it needs to be?
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that we miss is that, as we go about our day-to-day lives is and we try to point people back on this podcast to eternal perspective wherever we can. And it's something that I have to remind myself of a lot because it's just so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day. I mean, Trey, we just did a, we just taped an episode of faith versus culture, talking with a pastor about anxiety and dealing with that. And, and like, it's so easy to get short sighted. And then you see something like this and, um, you know, I, my, my father-in-law had a fall. I'm not going to get into details, but he ended up being fine, but it could have been really bad. And it's like, you just don't know. I mean, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so that's something that I don't think we we all kind of have this ability to put that back and to kind of not worry about our mortality. We just kind of file that away and just at least me. And then I assume that I'm just going to be around for, You know, I'm 48 years old now. I just assume I'm going to be around till I'm 88 or until I'm 98. You know, I got another 40, 50 years. But do I? I don't know. It could be tomorrow. I have no idea. So we've got to start living like we don't know what day is going to be our last day.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we have a responsibility as believers, right, to use the time that we've been given wisely to be good stewards of the time that we have. And the best way to be a good steward is, yes, you want to plan for the future, but you also want to live in the here and the now you want to, you know, be the best father you can be, or the best mother you can be, or brother, sister, you know, whatever your situation is, you want to be the best of of wherever God has placed you to use that time wisely, because life is a vapor, our our life here on earth is fragile, there is a eternity. Uh, but God us God put us here for, for a time and for a purpose. Um, and I think, you know, don't bog yourself down with worry and anxiety about what may come or, or when might be your last day, but realize the gravity of, of the importance of using the time you've been given wisely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Billy, any uh, final thoughts on this one before we go?
1: Yeah, no, I would just I would just emphasize to really take it to prayer for everybody involved, for those kids, for his wife, and really, again, not to be redundant, but praying for Hollywood. Hollywood's having a resurgence of faith right now. So many people coming to faith. And these are the moments when you have a real opportunity um to to see God work. So we should be praying for that.
0: Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about Alan Richton too at some point. I, I don't know. I can't remember if we did talk about that or not, or if, or if we talked about it behind closed doors, but you know, there's another big actor talking about faith out and in the open. We're seeing more and more of that. And it's really, it's it's a good thing. So it's a good spot to be putting our prayers because there's a lot of influence there and we want to see the word uh, and the message of the gospel spread. So appreciate you bringing that one, Billy. We're going to head on over to the main thing now. And you know, since the early 2000s, as I mentioned earlier here at the top of the podcast, CBN News has been reporting on these summer youth camps in Gaza that's run by Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. And so we looked at the details of a story we aired back in 2021 on these camps. And it's really a chilling preview of what happened on October 7th. And if you want to get a look at how hate is bred in that region against Israel, against uh, the, the Jewish people, this is it. So CBN's Chris Mitchell has the report. That's today's main thing.
3: Summer camps usually focus on fun through swimming, sports, and fellowship. In the Gaza Strip, however, Hamas and Islamic Jihad use them to instill a dangerous message. Leaders labeled these gatherings the Summer of Liberation.
4: We did not come here to enjoy ourselves or to play, or anything like that. We came with our souls, our blood, our martyrs and are wounded to sacrifice ourselves for Palestine and for our people.
3: This promotional video urged students of all grade levels, from primary through college, to participate. Activities included target practice involving AK-47s, anti-tank weapons, and video simulations.
4: So that in the next phase, Allah willing, these boys will be
3: able to confront the plundering enemy and disfigure its face in the next war. In May of 2021, Hamas and other Islamic groups use the name the Sword of Jerusalem when describing that year's 11-day war with Israel. Their goal? Prepare the coming generation for the next war.
4: We say to the enemy, these children picked up these weapons and we train them how to use them as well as how to take security measures so that they will follow in the footsteps of their fathers and take up arms, Allah willing. These young men and boys learned
3: anti-semitism at an early age.
4: We asked Hitler why he left some of you alive. He did so in order to show us how wicked you are. We will come to you from under the ground and hammer fear into your hearts. And above the ground, we will tear your bodies apart with our rockets. Scram into the shelters, you mice, you sons of Jewish women.
3: When viewing the footage of the summer camp side-by-side with the attacks from October 7th, it's sobering evidence of how that training became reality, with the devastating results of 1,200 Israelis murdered and 240 kidnapped. In an interview with NBC News, Israeli President Isaac Herzog revealed this terror training to the world.
4: Let me show you a document highly confidential, strictly confidential document which we just unraveled from the uh, Hamas headquarters. It's a brochure which is a directive by the commanders of Hamas as to how to manage summer camps for children in order to disseminate the values of jihad. It says it clearly to disseminate the values of jihad and the values of the resistance, meaning terror, and how to make it a militarized society.
3: Herzog COMPARED THESE CAMPS OF HATRED TO WHAT IS INSTILLED IN OTHER
4: PARTS OF THE WORLD. Whilst WE ALL KNOW WHAT SUMMER CAMPS ARE AND WHAT THEY ARE AIMED FOR AND WHAT A WONDERFUL EXPERIENCE IT IS TO, to ENABLE YOUNGSTERS, KIDS AND ADULTS, uh, I MEAN ADOLESCENTS, TO BECOME citizens of uh, the free world, uh, with liberties, with happiness, with joy, with sports. Here, the the entire aim is to make them terrorists.
3: Given the results, it appears clear Hamas's goal of training the next generation for jihad tragically succeeded on October 7th. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem.
0: All right, Chris, thanks for that report. My goodness, that is... Hearing the audio of those kids, that is that is really, I mean, Chris said chilling. It's chilling and it's honestly, it's shocking. I mean, as someone who has children ranging from 18 down to eight, just hearing those kids talk like that, it's just... It's sad for those kids, and it's just mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the the evil that we see playing out again and again. And children are so often the ones who are manipulated, right? Because if you get them young, yeah. you can sure. you know, bend them in whatever way you want, and so that yeah, it's just heartbreaking to hear that.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think you know kids are especially vulnerable to these, well, to anything. Um, so to use that innocence and that vulnerab- vulnerability and take advantage of them in this way, I think is just is terrifying right that there that this kind of evil exists in the world i think we just need to be aware so that we know how to pray as christians
0: yeah absolutely no doubt about it and once again appreciate chris make sure you're following uh, chris and his team and their reports from israel chris is our middle east bureau chief he's there in jerusalem doing great reporting on everything that's going on over there be sure you follow all the work that they're doing over at cbnnews.com all right that's going to leave us with time on the podcast for one last thing.
1: Yeah, the verse is James 4, 14. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And, you know, that that's the truth. And we've got to be thinking about that and how we live our lives every single day. You were speaking to this before, Dan, and the story with the actor there also yeah. leads credence to it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, look, this is, this is just but a short time and when you compare it to eternity, obviously, there's just no end. And then it's just a sliver that we're here and it'll be, it. it it's here one day and it's going to be gone the next before you know it. I mean, the days are long, the years are short. It's kind of the saying that a lot of parents I hear say, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing with our life. Really. It's just going to be gone before you know it. And, um, make sure we use our time here wisely
2: yeah yeah absolutely i think you know in genesis it promises up to 120 years but even if you were to get all 120 years realizing just how just how quickly that goes and how short that so be wise
0: how fleeting it is now if we lived like in the old testament days up to like 900 something years old uh then then maybe it might feel a little how many
2: presidents (laughs) would we see elected
0: (laughs) yeah term limits (laughs) might be a little longer but anyway all right that's it for our friday edition of the podcast Lord willing, in that creek, don't rise. We'll be back Monday. God bless. Have a great weekend.